Welcome, Welcome to, arcade to Arcade Attack. Player one, please press start. Gentlemen, start your engines. Player two has now entered the game. Player three, choose your weapon. Hello and welcome listeners to another Arcade Attack podcast. So today I'm going to chuck the cat amongst the pigeons. <laughs> <laughs> Alongside me, I've got the, the ever trustful Dylan. Hello. And good old Keith. Hello. Dylan, a while back, I, I wish I knew the date, I, I can't remember, you might remember better than me, but you mm. lent me a certain PlayStation 1 game called Anna Kornikova's Tennis. Oh yeah, Anna Kornikova's Tennis. One of my favourite tennis games. It's a good um, game, isn't it? It is a good tennis game. I'll tell you a story about Anna Kornikova. So I bought that game when... Um, we were all in college. I bought it from a now defunct website called something or other that actually sold it for half price. Wow. So I got a bargain. That was only about £15 for a PlayStation 1 game, brand new at the time. And you trust... And you, What did you do with that game? I played it to death and then I said, oh, my good friend Adrian has a PlayStation so I will lend it to him and he can see how great tennis games can be because... Oh, that's a nice story. And you trusted yeah. me, didn't you? Oh, so I would play very much. I, I played the game. I actually liked the game. I played it on my PlayStation 2, even though it was a PS1 title, mm-hmm. wasn't it? Mm-hmm. And I liked the game. Mm. And uh, it, it was in. It, it was often in my PS2. Often. Mm. Oof. Bad news. When you, when you say too often, I would say too often because <laughs> I feel a bit bad even today, even though it's probably 20 years ago. But one day, my brother Chris knocked on my door and said, "He, he said, oh, if if you lend me your PlayStation 2." I'll bring it back in a month's time and it will be magically improved. 
Oh. No questions asked. Was he going to put some go fast? I, I would have asked some questions. <laughs> I, I asked, at, the, at the time, in all truthfulness, I wasn't really playing the PS2 that often. I was a PC gamer then. Yeah. In my championship manager and stuff, you know. And I thought, well, hey ho, just do it. Let's see what happens. And my brother Chris, true to his word, returned the PS2. And what, had he, what had he done to it, you, you may ask? What did he do? Painted it gold. He had. Well, that's a good guess. <laughs> He's not the M word. He, he had apparently he? taken it to someone he knew, and he he chipped it. He modded it. No, naughty. naughty. Not. I knew nothing innocent. about this. Room. No, <laughs> yeah, and he agent's innocent. <laughs> completely innocent. And he, he he put he put this set up. He loaded it all up and said, "Look, with this, and there's a USB stick with this USB stuck in, and with the special disc inserted, the special sort of right over disc, you can play whatever game you wish." So the disc basically. Um, has to be in the system all the time. Oh, all times. You've got, you got the memory stick plugged in. So it fudges in. it. It makes it think that that's the game that it's playing. I have no idea how it works. And I kind of uh, get... Yeah, I kind of... It's clever. It. Yeah. Before I gave the PS2 to my brother, I should have checked what disc was in there. Because mm. it was a certain game that Dylan lent me. And no! <laughs> no! I'm sorry! I'm sorry, Dylan. I can't believe this unscrupulous modder kept your copy of Anna Cornacova's Tennis. No, he, he had to overwrite oh, it. Oh, he used he? that as he a disc? He assumed yeah. that the disc... Because he assumed... I think Chris... I see. Kind of assumed that as a disc I That's gave the well. fudger. He, oh. he, he, got, he got used as the fudger. And a fudger Cornacova. <laughs> and a fudger Cornacova. And you can no longer play Anna Cornacova. It was white. No! Oh. I was a little bit ooh, awkward. And what that did prompt me to do was buy the sequel on, <laughs> on the PS2. I had a PS2 at the time then, um, which is not as good. So, so if you if you want a tennis a game, hmm? I didn't know there was a sequel. Uh, yeah, with like sort of bigger, like more realistic sprites and stuff. Ooh. It's slow. It's bumpy. No, yeah. A little bit like her career kind of just went down. Pretty a much, bit. yeah. <laughs> not her modelling career. Her modelling career went very well, but no, yeah, like her tennis career. Well, <laughs> We're going to stop talking about Anna Kournikova now because uh, it's not really... If you've seen the podcast title, you might be very confused right now. (laughs) One game, when my brother came back with my new PS2, he said, look, you can play whatever game you want. There's a stupendously big list of games. But he said, look, before I leave, there's one game I want to show you. I was like, what is this game? And he went down the list, right down to the bottom, to the W's, and he loaded up a certain game... Called We Love Katamari. We love Katamari. We love Katamari. I think it's fair to say that all three of us love Katamari. Oh, you know what? And like I said, guys, I wasn't really playing my PS2 much of that sort of time. But this game, you know, I, I could have played any game you mentioned. Really, I, it's, I almost had too much choice. But this game, poof, he, my brother Chris showed it to me, and I just kept coming back, coming back, coming back to it. And um, I think I mentioned it in a previous pod a long time ago. But mm. if you mod a PS2. I think I've heard that you basically half the life of your PS2. Mm. I'm not sure how completely true that is, but I my PS2 died relatively soon after the <laughs> I'd say about a year, but I did play it a lot. And I look those that year though, that year <laughs> I played a, year. a lot of what We Love Katamari. <laughs> I tell you what a year it was. But it's a weird situation because I played that game for a long time, and all of a sudden Come. it was taken away. Oh, now so cool. It it's a game that I found was really really fun. And um, I've had a, a tough year this year. Uh, stuff in my personal life has been pretty tough. And um, I wanted to play a game that, that would bring back sort of happy memories. So I was thinking to myself, you know, what, what game should I buy and treat myself that, that will bring instant fun and joy and just mm. 
let me relax a little bit and I thought there's one game. So I went straight onto I think eBay and I paid a lot of money for it. Uh, a good version of We Love Castlemaine. So I've, I've bought it officially now, albeit on eBay. So I feel a little bit less guilty. <laughs> what a game it is. A like, strange game. It's a strange Do game. Are you going to explain it for our listeners? Yeah, I will, yeah. actually. It, good luck. <laughs> well, look, I'm, I'm, going to do a good, I'm going to try and do a good job here. It was made. For, thank you. It was made by Namco. Love Namco. Mm-hmm. Again. Of course, legendary Namco. Brilliant. It was, so we, we Love Katamari was released in the PS2. It was released in Japan in 2005, North America in 2005, like late 2005, and Europe, it only came into 2006. So, it really was a late, really late, late PS2 release, wasn't it? I've got my suspicions as to why, but I'm sure Adrian will go into a bit more well, detail. It wasn't the first uh, in the series, it's actually the sequel. Oh, it's actually the sequel. So the first, do you know the first game in the no. series? No. It's uh, Katamari Damacy. I hope I'm pronouncing it correctly, by the way. But it's Katamari Damacy, and it's a, it was a sleeper hit, mm. and that was released, I think, only a year before. So I think it was. Uh, was that Japan only, or was it, it was only yeah. Japan only? So there's no PAL release of this mm. game. Um, yeah. So, so uh, Katamari uh, Katamari Damacy was released in 2004 on the PS2 from Namco, and it was. Uh, Really interesting sort of start to the game because Namco, <clears throat> they're known to take the odd risk, but this was a huge risk. It's kind mm. of a weird idea of a game. And they were quite, they liked the idea of the concept. They saw a few demo ideas, and I'll talk about the main, the main man that made it. Uh, I'll name it now, actually. Kita Takahashi. I think, I hope I'm pronouncing that right, but what a legend. And he had this great original idea, and he showed it to Namco, and Namco was like, meh. And they basically said, well, we, we'll make it, but it's got to be a low budget. So about a million dollars, a million dollars to make this game. Mm-hmm. And one way that he, I'll explain the game in more depth in a minute, but one, one way that a lot of the items in the game were made is uh, it, it was made via some students. So it's like a school project. Mm-hmm. So some of the work was, was kind of made for free. So it kept the, <laughs> kept the cost down. That's outsourcing. It, it is absolutely great, great, crazy, really, when you think about it. Um, the simple aim for Katamari Damacy was uh, to make uh, well three key points. They wanted to have novelty, ease of understanding, and enjoyment. They were the three things they're looking for. And I think the main man here, Keita Takahashi, he was he, he was getting a bit upset with current games, RPGs, too mm-hmm. much depth. You know, you've got to get properly involved. You know, this was this was mm-hmm. the time in RPGs. Hey, we like RPGs, don't we? Final mm-hmm. Fantasy and stuff. But he thought it was getting a bit too serious. A little bit too, you know, above its station. Possibly, he just wanted to make a really, really sort of fun, fun game. Um, yeah, I mean, like I said, it's not, it's not made. There's no PAL version available. Actually, it was, it was available in North America as well. Actually, I'll take that back. Uh, I'd like to get a copy of it. I'd like to get a copy of it if possible. Why not? But yeah, check it. It's supposed to be good. It's supposed to be very, very good. Um, yeah, he wanted, he wanted to basically say it. Innov- he wanted innovative or well, I'll tell you that back. He didn't want to make. He didn't really look for in- innovation or being creative. He just wanted to make a simple, silly, fun game like back in the old days, a video game back in the old days. You know. Do you know much about the plot of the first game? No. <laughs> it is a great little plot. It's so you you are a, a prince on a mission to rebuild the stars and the constellations. And the moon, and it, it apparently well, these were accidentally destroyed by your father, the king of all cosmos, and it's not the last we hear of him actually. So it's your mm. job to 
I haven't actually explained the game at all yet, really, when you think about it. You have to roll up. <laughs> you have to roll up these amazing objects. It's, just, it's, like, it's like rolling a snowball, isn't it? Yeah, oh, yeah exactly. Like trying to roll up a giant snowball. It's the, the, the big stuff. sticky ball yeah. is actually the katamari. Okay. That's, what, that's what it is. That's what it's called. So the katamari is the big ball you roll. And, yeah, the first game, various locations, uh, large, you know, different... When you first start, most levels you can pick up smaller objects, so pencils, pens, little objects around. Mm. And as you roll up more, you get bigger, just like a snowball. And it's unbelievable how far it gets. Not. So the gameplay of the first one is the same. Very similar. Yeah, it's basically similar. Some of the missions in the second one are a bit different. The first one, I think, the it's missions the same was very yeah. The second one just just takes the game and it enhances it oh. really, basically. Um, I want to talk now. I mean, I haven't played. So, and was that PlayStation Two as well? Yeah, the PlayStation Two. That's the only format it's on, I believe. I haven't played that game, but I really want to focus on We Love Katamari. Now, I haven't been to Japan. I don't think you've been to Japan. Please. I haven't, not yet. There's one person in the room that has been, and I, <laughs> I correct me if I'm wrong, but I think We Love Katamari is has got an amazing Japanese feel to it. Would you say it's a fair reflection of a lot of? the culture of Japan in a way it's very Japanese pop culture yeah. yeah it is you'd expect walking around Tokyo or Kyoto or somewhere to see a big katamari roll down the street yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, it's crazy. pretty much how it would happen um, yeah no it's, it has a lovely authentic Japanese I love those type of games <sighs> And it, and the Onimusha game you, we spoke yeah. off air didn't we didn't you saying I don't think there's anyone we've met who doesn't like the game I don't, no, you can't. It's, it's impossible not to like no. the game. It's you know they achieved what they set out to do. Oh, and, and then some. I think it, at the time it was very original. It was a breath, a breath of fresh air as well. Uh, how would you describe? It? I've got an official title of the type of game it is. How would you describe it as a sort of what like a genre? Yeah, like a genre because it's it's an interesting one to label. Uh, it's it? kind of puzzly. It's like it's, a chaotic puzzler. Yeah. Um, yeah, I action quite. puzzler, action puzzler. You know, action, those things exist. Action puzzler, roll 'em up. I like roll 'em up. <laughs> I like those. I think it's, it could be better. Than this I, I've got here a third-person puzzle action video game. So roll 'em up, roll 'em up. Yes, yeah, so roll 'em up, basically. <laughs> <laughs> Look, so as I said, guys, you roll up your katamaris, and what's clever about it is when you first start your levels, you know, it's, it's usually a time limit. So you've got. Like, five minutes to, to get this big or 50, I think it goes to about 15 minutes so the game's quite short a lot of levels you can do blink of an eye really and when you first start you, you, you can only access certain areas but as you get bigger you can roll up bigger things and you can access <laughs> bigger areas and I, I, I will talk more about how big you can get but it's incredible it absolutely is. It is incredible right. mad 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 do you want to hear the story of We Love Katamari? Yes. So we know the first sort of game, don't we? The, 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 your king. First game was out there, yeah, you're the king. You're, he's king, destroyed. King yeah. smashed it all, you've got to rebuild it, yeah. Well, this, this is... Um, this, there's two stories in We Love Katamari, basically. They're kind of intertwined together. So the first one is uh, a story of how the king, who you don't actually play, but he's such a great character, got a really sort of weird long head, I don't <laughs> think it's a hat or anything, a really quite yeah. iconic-looking character, such great artwork. But he is reacting... Firstly, to the unexpected success of Katamari Damacy. So he's actually, he's actually, oh, look how good this game was, the original game. It's, it's, it's absolutely great. Uh, and the other story, the main sort of story, is an origin story of how the king uh, became the king, met his wife, and had his son. So it's lovely. 
if you finish a level, if you finish like two or three levels, then there's a beautiful bit of animation, a lovely little cutscene. It's in your face, bright, really fast. It's so well animated, mm. and it, it's. If I'm being honest, I didn't quite understand the story really well, but just the little breaks of animation were just so beautiful. You, know? you don't really need to, do no, I, you? It's the a game. Kind of you a don't, side. You don't need to know the story, and I kind of didn't understand I the story. I never really thought it was important. To me, yeah. it's such a weird game. I kind of thought it was all very abstract and... Yeah. This is just as, weird because it's weird and let's roll some stuff up. It's as if there was a story in Tetris. You don't need a story in Tetris. <laughs> you but I don't think the story actually is a bad thing in a way because it's, it's so well done. It's so beautiful. Something you should see It's lovely to look at. It's lovely. Yeah, that's it? what I mean. You don't really need to worry about what it all means. Nothing. No. no a lot of it went over my head a little bit. Yeah. yeah. Just enjoy it. <laughs> It's apps and uh, it's it's beautiful. It's just I love the word. It's just such a beautiful game and it's so relaxing as well. I I could play the game. It just de-stressed me straight away. Straight I away. Know, I saw you playing it and getting kind of stressed not so long ago. Yeah. Well. When the time when the, when the time when the time, time is running out. <laughs> yeah, you've got to make that percentage. Relaxing. Yeah, you're, you're, you're <laughs> going to start stressing. Yeah, that's fair. Actually, yeah. it's one of those weird games where it can be chilled out, but also it can really push you to the edge. Um. Yeah, so since he released the original game, the, the great king of all cosmos and his son have a bit of a fan base. That's, and you, you, you basically start the game, really, in a meadow. And you walk around this lovely meadow with lovely <laughs> music in the background, which I know you've heard a bit already, and there'd be some watch. It's so lovely. And a lovely sort of piano bit of music. Oh, it's just it's lovely. Music is awesome. Uh, and you, you walk around the meadow and you talk to your fans. And your fans, most are humans, there's a few exceptions, and you talk to them and they say, well, you want, I want you to make a Katamari, I want it this big. And, and the different, different levels you go into sort of almost dictate the different things you roll up. And it's, I love the variety. Okay? It just sounds right now like you're, you're literally rolling the ball collecting stuff, but there's more to it than that. You know, each level has been really thought out really, really well. It's absolutely incredible how many things you can potentially roll up. I, I, I try to find out how many items there are in the game. I couldn't find the actual number. I... It must be in the thousands. Yeah, it must be. Easily. It's Come on. <laughs> Easily in the thousands. Basically anything you can think of. Yeah. yeah pretty much. You, you name it, I'm sure you can yeah. roll it up in, in We Love Katamari. If you're big enough. So most levels, not all, but most levels are achieved by rolling up your sticky ball to a certain size mm -hmm. in, in, a, in that time limit. So if you don't, mm -hmm. oh, it's quite scary actually. If you, if you kind of fail in your mission, you get to the end of the time, your Katamari's not big enough, the king is not happy. I don't know if you guys remember, you, you see it's all, it's, the screen's pretty much all black, but a big silhouette of the king at the top, and he shoots lasers at you, and you're running around trying to dodge the lasers. It's, it's brilliant. It's quite scary, actually, I have to say. Right. What level, guys, do you remember any levels top of your head? Which, which levels catch your eye? Um, I remember some farm levels. Yeah? They're, they're, yeah. I love the farm level. <laughs> farm um, level. Rolling up the cows and things is pretty fun. There is a cow level actually, and that comes a bit later. So I think, it. yeah, the cow level is interesting because it's it's a, one of those more unusual levels where you have to get as big as possible without catch without rolling up a cow. Oh, okay. And the game stops. <laughs> Oops. I think I don't think roll up a cow. I don't think there's a time limit. I might be wrong, but you, mm. the game stops as soon as you touch a cow. But the, but some of the no cow it, touching. But, no but, cow touching. <laughs> no cow touching. But there's cones with like the, in cow colours. So it's, yeah. it's things that colour like a cow as well. Very difficult. You can you can lose that level in about two seconds because oh. if you roll backwards onto the cone, you're kind of do you understand? <laughs> yeah. It's quite good. 
Right, I'll, I'll whiz through a couple of the levels. I won't go through all of them, but some of the levels that really caught, caught my eye. There's a firefly level. And you roll your katamari, and you need to make the brightest katamari possible. <laughs> so you literally, that, all you roll up in this level is fireflies. That's and pretty. At the start, it's a very dim ball. You don't really get much bigger, truthfully, but it just, oh, it's just so, Eventually, if you complete the level, you've got this beautiful, you know, sort of greenish, brighty kat- katamari, and it's lovely. And it, it's a bit sad, actually, because it kind of reminds me of Grave of the Fireflies. I don't know if you've seen that film. It's a Studio Ghibli film, another Japanese film. Very sad film, but it's, it's still a lovely bit of animation. That's, the firefly element kind of reminds me of that a little bit. It's worth, it's worth watching if you want to see a very sad but very well-made film, actually. The snow level. Yes. You mentioned yeah. you mentioned it's snow like level. a snowball. It had to, it had to, didn't it? Of course. You literally had to roll up a, a, a snowball as big as possible. <laughs> it's 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 good. It's, and it's it's not just literally snow. You know, just like a normal snowball, but you can you can pick up uh, people. Um, you, you can literally roll up people and sledges and buildings. Absolutely <laughs> madness. There's an underwater level as well. So you, most of the time you're spent underwater in this huge pond and uh, you know more lake really to be fair. There's fishes. Uh, you can, and what I like about the level is well, you can be caught by a fishing rod, um, a fish hook. I mean, from a yeah, from a fish rod and that that takes you up. It's it's really cool. A gingerbread level as well. I think it's the handsome Gretel. I've seen that one, yeah. And you just roll up sweets and cakes. Oh yes, beautiful, nice. so lovely. One of my favourites, the sumo level. And you I don't can, remember that. You control a very skinny sumo wrestler. <laughs> and what do you think you roll up? I was a sumo wrestler. Oh, food! Oh. <laughs> and the whole point of the game is roll up, get as big as possible, and you have to within the time limit. You have to get a, a, become a big sumo wrestler and get to the sumo ring and fight your sumo, your opposition. <laughs> it's just great. How cool is that? I mean, it's it's just so so well done. There's a race car level. I know. Oh, yes, yeah, I remember that one. It's it, it's not really racing as such, but you, 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 there's a, like I'm an island, a track, aren't a huge yeah, track, and yeah. when you get bigger, you can eventually roll up the race cars, and it's just a really fast. I think they must have sped up the the Katamari ball on that level because mm. it's so quick. Uh, it, again, just a, such a fast, fast level. There's a school level as well. Who who would not like to roll up and destroy a school? <laughs> I tell you. <laughs> He says the teacher. Well, I know. Yeah, it, that's why I play a little often. Get my get my anger out. <laughs> Again, what I like about it is, you'd think, wow, you, you roll up human beings. Sure, that's, that's disgusted, and how could that be a fun? No, because the way they the way they stick in the ball and then they flail their legs around. It's hilarious. <laughs> I didn't mention it actually, but obviously, when you roll your ball, you've got to have a little bit of strategy about it because if you roll something that's particularly long. It gets in the way of yeah. other things. It gets, and it, it, you don't roll as easy. You boom, and you have to roll it really awkwardly. So you have to think about it carefully. And before I do any more levels, actually, I should have mentioned this: the controls. How do you control the katamari? We, it's just with two the sticks, isn't it? The analog sticks. The two, the two analog sticks. Yeah. Push both forward, go forward. Push both back, you go back. Hmm. One up, one down. You know, it goes right. left and right. Mm-hmm. It's such an easy game to pick up. Mm. My 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 five year old can play. You know, he, he gets it. He understands it. It's that easy. Uh, my favourite level though my favourite level is the elephant level you talk to an elephant in the meadow and what I like about this level is I think you're given 15 minutes which is I think by far the longest mm. time in the game and again you start off very small and you're getting a little, little kind of open sort of field like a sort of park area and you pick up little, little small things the, the size of your katamari is ridiculous it is absolutely <laughs> crazy you can, you can grow so big in this um What's clever about the game, actually, and I think it's really quite clever how they did this, is as you get bigger, 
the, the sort of screen zooms out a bit. And like when you first play the first level, you can pick up cans of Coke and stuff like that. When you zoom out, that's no longer available. Mm. Do you understand? But it's done very, very cleverly. There's like mm. load, there's, there's a couple of loading screens as you get different sizes. Mm. But it's, it's, it opens up more doors and they, they show you now you're this big and get past this area. And guys, I tell you, man, this level, um, I thought I was proud of myself. How big do you think uh, I ever got my biggest Katamari in this level? It, I think it's the level where you can get the biggest. It's, it's, it's in centimetres and metres wide. How, do you, yeah, how uh, wide do you think my Katamari? Five kilometres. Um, no. Well, actually. Yeah, 5,000 metres. Not quite that, actually. Oh, sorry. <laughs> That's a good guess. That's quite... 4,000 metres? No. I'm, I was quite proud of my... 2,000 metres. Well, that's that's a very good size, actually. But my record so far, and I'm, I'm sure people on the podcast going, "Oh, that's not very good." Is one thousand five hundred meters? Oh, sorry, mate. I went in. I went in way over the top there. You kind of burst my bubble a little, burst my category. But when you get this big, when you get this big, I'm talking. You can pick up the Eiffel Tower. That's what I like. You can pick up landmarks. Yeah. There's the House of the Parliament, <laughs> Eiffel Tower. You name any famous landmark, you can roll it up. Um, you can what? Monsters, I think Godzilla's in it as well. Uh, clouds, islands, <laughs> aeroplanes, just absolutely incredible. Now, I've been doing a bit of digging around and I was quite proud of my record, but actually, you can apparently, and I, I, well, I checked it on YouTube, it's, it is true, you can get to your Katamari to 3,600, if not a tad more, size in that level. Boom. And do you know what? The, the, I, I think, and again, I, I might be wrong, but I think the biggest thing you can collect. What, what do you think the biggest thing is you can, you can eventually pick up? I don't think you know the answer to this. The Vatican. It's not the Vatican. No. <laughs> I think you can get it anyway, actually. <laughs> the biggest thing. I've spoke about this thing slash person earlier in the episode, and I, you know, I told you already. The king. Me. The king. <laughs> you can run the king. The king is huge. And I think that is, if you want to officially complete the game, and I'll come to the official, yeah, official, official way, but that's, you want to try and get to that target. And, Apparently, the king kind of likes being rolled up. This is a bit interesting. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Never thought I'd be rolled up before. Um, yeah, so it is possible to roll up the king or your, your dad, basically. <laughs> My dad would not be pleased about being rolled up. <laughs> now, when you start the game, you, you start as this green character. I should know his name, I apologise, but you, this green prince. And when you, each level, I think there's at least one cousin hidden, and you can roll up your cousin. And if you roll up your cousin, you can then play him. You can access him in the meadow. He's just walking around the meadow. You click on him and you can play, play as him. Yeah, cool. And in different levels, there's, there's hidden presents. So there's different hats and stuff like that. And if, if you roll those up, you can put those on the game as well. <laughs> so it's a lot of replayability. Yeah. You know, it wants you to go back and if you do a certain level, they say, oh, you know, well done. If you do complete a Katamari, the king says, well done. He chucks it into the sky. You've made a new sort of cosmos. Do you understand? Mm, so, that's yeah. it. I remember that. Yeah, it's, it's quite... It looks lovely. And actually, what's good about it is the king's just throwing it nonchalantly in the air mm. with his hand. And, and the, one of the humans is on his hand. So, oh, yeah, well done. One of your fans. And um, the, it's like a, a very zoomed out version of the Katamari you literally roll. So I don't know how they did that. They got your, your Katamari in the game you rolled yeah, you the previous level. Yeah, you that actual Katamari. Yeah, it's, it's not just a... Little, yeah. It's just such little touches like that. It's just absolutely amazing. And uh, the music. <laughs> you know? Yeah. <laughs> So funny. Fits so the Japanese. game perfectly. Yeah, so it's Japanese. Such a great reflection of the game. I love it. Yeah. It's really varied and just all mental. And, and the, I love, and it hasn't, the sound effects are good as well, and it's got a little bit of speech. So on the meadow, you, if you, any 
basically the meadow is about four or five screens. So you're on one screen, you see about three or four people, and they, they randomly talk. So they go, Your Majesty, Your Majesty, Your Highness. Uh, my favourite one is, Save the pandas, Save the pandas. <laughs> it's just such good little personality bits. I, I really, really oh, love it. Oh, it's a game bursting with personality. It really is, yeah. isn't it? It's so bright. Yeah. The colours just burst out on the screen. I think it's a late PS2 title, but... It is. It, it, I still think they pushed... Well, they pushed that console to its limits. I really do think it's... It's such a smooth, easy-to-play game. You'd think there'd be... There is a few low times in, in the levels, truthfully, as you get bigger, as you could expect. But it's just so easy to play and smooth, and it rolls really well. I, I, I don't... Trying to think of a game that is, is that fun and easy to pick up and just so engaging. I, I don't know if there's many that can rival We Love Katamari in that sense. Uh, it's quite a rare thing, I think. Yeah. For a game to be that instantly playable and like you said about your five year old being able to play it. Yeah. The kind of game that anyone could pick up, even people that don't really play games. Yeah. I, I t- so mm-hmm. beautiful yeah, it, quite a rare thing even the load up screen I like because I, I said it was made by Namco and there's three save points and you can literally when you load up your game you choose what part of Namco uh, so NA is a save point M, uh, um, MC and, uh, do you understand oh, yeah. M is one of the save points and you just roll into the save point at the start of the game <laughs> I, I really did appreciate that um, and guys I spoke already about pla- coming back and playing it often there's a co-op mode. We haven't tried that yet. I, I think no, we've done something. Um, we, we didn't even know there was a co-op mode. Would you, how do you reckon a co-op mode would work on this game? How do you... Uh, uh, do you well, I don't know. Uh, one of you this does is, one of the sticks. Yeah, basically. You, so basically, you, if you both want to move forward, you both have to... Yeah, push forward. Push oh, forward. God, so that's a nightmare. So one person's coming on the left analog, yeah. other person on the other controller's coming on the right analog. Oh, okay. You have to work together. Now, if you you can do the normal levels like this, but you're given a bit of extra time because it's a little bit more clumsy, clum- yeah. isn't it? Cumbersome. Just a bit. But very, very fun. Uh, the other way you can play uh, the game is a, the battle mode. Yes. Which I know that I play with Keith. Yeah. Um, I don't know if I played that with you. Didn't no. I remember. But that's when you compete, basically, to see you can roll up the, the most items in the I time. Is a split limit. screen? It's a split screen. Yeah, yeah I think we have played that. <laughs> yeah, so it's basically, there's two sort of ways of completing that way. For the person who collects the most items in a certain time limit, or the first person to roll up a certain object first, and these certain objects you can only roll up when you get to a certain size. That's it, yeah, because you've got to get the katamari to a certain Boom. size to pick exactly. up exactly a house or something. Yeah, I love it. You know, I love that. I love how I don't think I think they could have got away of not adding that. I don't. You know, it's just a, such a nice little bonus though to it. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't think the original uh, game, you know, Katamari Damacy, had that. I think they added it on it. Mm-hmm. They might have had the. It might have had the battle mode actually, but not the carp, you know, if I'm being honest. What do you. F- there's, there's one final level. I've never accessed it. You've got to complete all the levels. You've got to run all the cousins, I believe, and then you unlock a special level the rose level. Flowers. Uh-huh. Okay. Now, how many roses do you think you have to roll up to complete the game fully? Whoa. Um, they're going to make it difficult, obviously. It is difficult. Three. It is a bit more than three. <laughs> a dozen. More than a dozen. 64. It's a good number. <laughs> well, I, I, we're just purposely doing them low. One million. <laughs> you have to roll up what? one million roses. Now, 
All right, in the level there are individual roses, so one rose, and there are some bouquets that are worth ten roses. Ooh. But still, one million. <laughs> How long does that take? Well, look. The, 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 well, I suppose actually exponential maths. The bigger the ball gets, the more you're picking up. Yeah, the more you pick up as you, when you roll. So that is true. It might not actually take that long. It still takes a long time. Yeah, and it, it takes a number of hours. Now, you does it? Yeah, I haven't actually. I've watched it on YouTube. It takes. But what? What you can do is you can save and then just come back to the level. It remembers how many roses you set. Do you understand? So you can go back to it. Mm. Now, some canny slash clever slash slightly sneaky PS2 players, what, what do you reckon they did to get around this and try and, without uh, doing much work, how do you reckon they got around this? The, the roses replenish themselves, I believe. So how can you, what would you do with your PS2 controller? You just just glue the sticks down, <laughs> well, just glue them up. I don't know if glue's the best option. Well, sellotape on Sellotape or, or elastic bands. That's what people have done, honestly. You can go on YouTube and watch it. They, <laughs> they, they, they just leave it rolling around. It's crazy. <laughs> now look, I, I don't know much about, I, I love Japan. I, I want to go one day. It's a great, I don't know much about the folklores and so forth, but there is a lot of Easter eggs in this game, apparently. Loads of kind of fairy tales. I spoke about Hansel and Gretel. They're in there. But I think uh, the lady from the ring, the scary lady, is it Sadaka? Sadaka? No, um, Samara. Samara, yeah. No, so, uh, I think she's called something different in the Japanese one, but I know the one I mean. Mm. She's apparently in the game. I've never Ooh. come across what? that. That's a bit scary, isn't it? <laughs> uh, that is really scary. scary. I know. Um, I don't want to see that. No, I know. So there's a lot of. I think it's more sort of Japanese. If you if you're from Japanese, you'll get it a bit more. But there's lots yeah, of little cultural hidden references. cultural references and yeah. little touches. I think really do people appreciate. Mm. Um, brilliant. Okay, I the character, the prince, um, came a bit of a mascot for Namco. This was a big hit. This was a big hit for Namco. Mm. You know, they, they were reluctant to make the first game, but they realised, well, you know, they, they're on to a winner here. Mm. And I, um, the, the mascot actually went alongside Pac-Man a little bit as kind of their mascot for a few years. And you can actually play as the prince in a number of other Namco games, such as uh, Pac-Man World Rally, apparently. <laughs> okay. And uh, I think Noby Noby Boy. I, might, I hope I'm pronouncing that right. Which I haven't heard of, but apparently it's, it's quite a good game and okay. actually made by the same person that made Weirdo Katamori. Right. Um, reviews. There's a number of ratings at the time. Okay, so what do you think Eurogamer gave it? 10 out of 10. 9 out of 10. <laughs> um, we've also got uh, V Games, 91 out of 100. And most guys, most of the scores were in the, in the sort of 90s, high 80s. <clears throat> I, I would rate it very, very, very high. Sequels. Do you know any other sequels after this game? Uh, not, not to my knowledge. There, there's a lot. There is a lot of sequels. And they have... These games, these Katamari games, have come on to many different systems in the future. And are they all Japanese-only releases? I've literally never heard of them. I think a lot of them were power releases, well, believe it or not. Honestly, yeah. Was there any arcade... Before you go on to your list, was there any arcade games? I don't think so. Because it would have been perfect. You know, like the trackball. Oh, yeah, with the trackball. That would have been awesome. That would have been a perfect way to or play it. Or even with two it? joysticks would have been great. Oh, did it? Yeah. Can you imagine well, how just, it You works? can just imagine it. It is a ball and mm. you're rolling it. Can you imagine having like, you could do a two-player proper world. Wow, that'd be yeah. amazing. Yeah. I don't think there was. That's I don't think I'll whiz through some of the sequels. I haven't played any of the sequels, truthfully, but there was a, a Me and My Katamari on the PSP. All right. Released in All 2005. Right. Beautiful Katamari. It's a nice word, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Xbox 360 2007 oh. um, a K- 
Katamari Forever, which is a bit of a best of title, which I think takes a lot of the levels from the that previous games. Rings a bell. What's that on? PS3. PS3. And it's uh, one of the better titles, I think. Look, again, I'll go through the, title, the, the full titles in a minute, but I, a lot of them didn't get quite the same ratings, I believe. Not quite the same mm. hit as the original, or We Love Katamari, at least. Uh, there was also a, um, I'm going to pronounce this pretty wrong now, uh, Koragashi Puzzle Katamari Damacy. Which is a, uh, on the DS, 2009. Kind of, a bit like a Tetris kind of game. Mm. Slightly different sort of puzzly game. And there was a, I like this title, Touch My Katamari. <laughs> <laughs> on the guess where, where did that go? Uh, t- um, Wii? The PlayStation Vita, apparently. Oh, in 2011, yeah. There's also been a few, <laughs> Touch My Katamari, yeah. There's also been a few mobile games as well. So I've, I downloaded one the other day on, on my, my smartphone. I didn't really like it. Mm. I, I thought, wow, you know, can't play it. It just wasn't that good. What's it called? I just can't, can't remember. I think it's just roll up Katamari or something. It wasn't mm. anything particularly good. It's nothing. It wasn't like. Did you play it by tilting your? No, it was. Mobile? It's like a, a, a side view. It didn't really. It, no. it didn't really work. Okay. It didn't really work. I know. I have. I can't speak too much about the future games. But we love Katamari. Is a, is a is a game very close to my heart. Um, Unfortunately, and one reason why maybe the future games never really kind of moved on and sort of evolved the, the, the game possibly is, is that Kita Takahashi left after the second game. Okay. His last game was We Love Katamari. And actually, apparently, it, he was reluctant to do that. He, he, was literally, yeah. he literally said, we made the first game. It's mm-hmm. original, it's new, it's, it's fresh. That, that should be it. Mm-hmm. He, he, was, he, just, he didn't want to keep rehashing it. And basically, apparently... In, I hope I'm right by saying this, but he was only persuaded to go back when Namco said, well, we're going to make a sequel anyway without, with or without you, <laughs> kind of persuading that he wants to... Oh, yeah. And I'm glad he did because, again, I want to play the original, uh, Katamari Damacy, but I, I, just, I just think, apparently he's taken all the best bits of the first game, tweaked it slightly, made it even better and brighter and different missions, and I think that's arguably maybe the pinnacle of the game, the games. What, what a beautiful, beautiful game. You, you guys have played it. Have you got yeah. any thoughts about it? Oh, I really like it. I mean, we've kind of said already. It's 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 just so different, or and I think that's probably why the sequel suffered because yeah. if if it was more of the same, where they're like, well, yeah, this is good, but it's but when you know when we love Katamari came out, people were like this is awesome. Never seen anything like it. It's so weird. It's so quirky. It's fun. Um, yeah, I think it's great. It is technically an amazing achievement. Yeah. When you think about the physics involved, yeah. and obviously with the panning of the camera and mm. things that it it trans, you know, the object when it went to translating objects later on, it's just and you can see why he stopped after the second one to yeah. to make it fresh and it's still it's the same concept, but you'd have to put a lot of yourself yeah. into getting it to that level. How was he meant to do any more after that? I would have mm. quit. I would have quit then as well. I think he he leaves with his head ho high. Yeah. And I've got a little bit more information about this guy, and I think he sounds like a really, really interesting character. Someone who I, I the more I learn about him, the more I think, wow, this guy. You is, roll him up. Yeah. <laughs> you can, yeah. I mean, listen to this. Apparently, he he's he's made a few other future games. You know, I, I think I spoke about earlier one of them, um, Nobi Nobi Boy, I think it's called, but. He hasn't made loads of games. He, he, I think he wants to make a game, move on, and actually, he's, do you know what his biggest ambition is? It's not actually making video games, apparently, or he's, he's kind of, he wants to move away from the industry. What industry, do you reckon, I, I'll tell you a minute, you don't have a guess, it's completely, 
It's kind of linked, but kind of very different to the video game industry. Pyrotechnics? No. No. I don't know. It's, it, do you want to join here? He's, he's actually started to make a company, and I don't know how far it's got yet, and I'll tell you a bit more about it in a minute, but he wants to design playgrounds for children. Oh. How crazy is that? He designed the best playgrounds ever! Now, do you want to hear this? I've got a little bit of a bittersweet story here. Okay, mm. apparently, and I, oh, it makes me so sad. Nottingham City Council... Nottingham. Uh, Nottingham. We like, we like Nottingham. Uh, they, we like getting drunk in I think they had like a big game event there in 2009 um, and they invited him along as a sort of special guest and I think he got speaking to certain people around there, around the council and he was commissioned to design a playground no. in Nottingham. He was. Are you serious? I'm, wow. I'm not, I'm telling the truth. And he was given, he, was spe- he spent a month in the, in, the, in the city working on designs the, the park, I mean, I don't know, but it's called Woodthorpe Grange. Um, apparently, has some designs and proper good designs ready, and it, it, some, and they're on the internet. You can you can type it in. Type in Kita Takahashi Playground. You'll see some some the drawings, some proper good designs. What do you, what do you reckon happens to this playground? Got pulled, plug got pulled. It never bu- budget cuts, budget concerns uh. by the council. Uh, it got let's not turn this into political no again. Politics. <laughs> no politics. Damn I just austerity. Could you imagine the the oh, the, the charisma, the charisma, the ambition, the the, the brightness? Nottingham of, needs more things for kids yeah. as well. Like it's it's crying out for that kind of thing. You know what? I, if, if they built this playground, I would take my kids there. I know Nottingham's quite far from where, where, where we are, but I'd go see Forest and then go see the playground. Wouldn't. Think of another game designer who you would trust to make a video, a playground. I don't think there's much more than... He'd be up there, he'd wouldn't be, he? He'd be the first guy on the list, I guess. And can you imagine... I think... I don't know. Eugene Aqua would probably make a good playground. Imagine <laughs> like a Sonic level. <laughs> oh, my God. The Sonic cool. playground. Oh, my God. You <laughs> loop de loops and stuff. Oh, yeah, some man. springs to jump on. No, the kids, spikes. The kids, the kids would have oh, to... the spikes. Yeah, that would be sick. The kids would have to keep running fast, otherwise they'd just get <laughs> yeah. to the top and just go pop. Yeah, yeah it's true. Mm. I just... Oh, I just wish that happened. Um, and I like his ambition. I like how he's, he's, he's he could have stayed in the video. He still makes. I think he still is making games right now. But he's he's looking to do other stuff, stuff he's passionate about. It, there should be more people like Kita Takashi. What what a legend he is, really. Mm, legend, yeah. You know, and fair play for for stopping after we love Katamari. And it's a shame in a way because the rest of the games kind of just sort of slowly phased, you know, phased out a little bit. I think. But what what a great guy, and what a great game. It, you may think, oh, 2006, it's probably aged a bit now. No, it hasn't at all. Yeah. That the style yeah. is one of these things that it just won't age. Yeah. It just <clears> looks <throat> gorgeous, was gorgeous for its time. Mm. It's not using anything too realistic. That's why it's... Oh, the artwork is amazing. Yeah, it's that's, just funny. Why, it's just that's funny. why it can age. I think now games in this generation, because they look so realistic Real. and we've seen it from PS3 games, Xbox 360 games, they're, they're starting to date quickly because they're trying yeah. to... Well, yeah, they're trying to make look it. at the PS2 games that went for realism mm. at the time. Dating. So they looked as good as they could then. Mm. But now, obviously, it's mm. they don't. You know, Wheel of Katamari has that, that visual style that is ageless. <sighs> no, it's, why it's like we, we come back to this quite often, but it's like a, a lot of the 8 and 16-bit games. The pixel art style was so beautiful to look mm, at. That's right. It looks just as good now. Yeah. Because the time was put into creating those yeah. backdrops and creating it. Wheel of Katamari is the same. You can see that 
so much care has been taken to the, de- the design of the whole thing. It's such a hard, and it's really hard as well. Like some people might have heard of it and maybe seen gameplay of it or seen screenshots of it, but if you, it's really hard to explain. Not necessarily yeah. the gameplay, but the, the look of it and the whole, mm. the, like the king and the characters, it's just so bizarre. Yeah. You kind of have to see it for yourself. Mm. So, you know, people should definitely, definitely check it out. I couldn't say better than that. I really do. You know, it, it, it's one of those games where if I had a bad day at work, you know, and have a bit of a stressful day at work or whatever, I just put it on. And even though it's got its own little stress in the way, it's just... Yeah, but all it, games do if you're trying to, you know... If there's a time limit. trying to win. Exactly. But it's just, oh, you, you transport into this crazy world mm. and if just for a minute you can almost be a kid again. That's why I think I like it. It just, it brings you back to a very, like a simpler time. Yeah. Where you can roll up people. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Yeah, if you can get a chance, give it a go. You know, obviously try the other games out if you feel How that. much does it go for roughly? Well, I bought, these days? I bought like almost like a new copy and it was pristine condition. I probably spent a bit too much on it, about, oh, about 40 quid. Yeah, but oh. I think you can get it. You can get it cheaper for like used copies. But I That's felt a bit guilty. I would just get the disc. Right? Exactly. I, just, I, don't, I just want to play it. I felt a bit guilty getting the modded version before, so I thought I kind of owed it, even though <laughs> it was going to eBay. So it doesn't, it's not really helping anyone, is it? No. <laughs> it was a big hit, wasn't it? So it's probably quite easy to get hold of. Yeah. Yes, cool. definitely. So, if you're ever in a sticky situation to play a game, <laughs> and <laughs> you're looking to roll up and uh, have some fun. Maybe try We Love Katamari. for listening to today's podcast we really hope you enjoyed it if you want to get in touch regarding this week's episode or anything else you can tweet us at arcade attack uk at keith barlow 82 and at arcade underscore adriano we're also on facebook at facebook.com slash arcade attack uk please check out our website at arcade for lots of retro gaming goodness 
interviews, reviews, features, top 10s, etc. And you can also find all our previous podcasts there. Our podcasts are available to stream from the website and from SoundCloud and are available to download for free from Stitcher, Podbean and iTunes where you can also leave us a review and a rating which we would really, really appreciate. So until next time, take care and we'll speak to you soon.